I had just gotten out of an eight-year abusive relationship and met someone on a popular online dating app. To be honest, I wasn't looking for anything serious, just someone to go watch a movie with or have a drink with every now and then. I had two boys and was happy and living a peaceful life on my own after going through hell. So I meet this guy who is a couple years older than me. He had turned his life around after being into drugs and gangs when he was younger. Now he was really into working out and doing all kinds of family things. I guess you can say that I felt protected by him. He was a hard worker, self-sufficient, had a son, and he loved going to the gym every day. I myself had kind of a crazy past, but overcame, and so we seemed like a good fit. We would go to dinner, movies, normal dating stuff, but he eventually wanted to spend more and more time together, and I was having trouble giving up all my free time for him, and he would get really angry about this. Like, really angry. After being with a controlling, possessive, a-hole for so long, this was obviously a red flag, and after three months, I told him I didn't want to see him anymore. He said he needed to confess something to me. He admitted to me that he was using steroids, and that was the reason for his mood swings. He cried and said he was sure that was the reason, and was willing to stop if it meant he could have another chance, and I obliged, but only under the condition that we remain friends. Things were okay for a while. We saw each other maybe every other week, and he started wanting to see me every week, to which I told him that I was not interested in being anything other than friends at the moment, since I was not ready for a relationship. He tried to talk me into giving him another chance, but I just didn't find myself interested in him romantically anymore, so I insisted that we just stay friends. I stopped talking to him because I got mad at his insistence that we still talk every day, since he said that's what friends do. He would always ask about my whereabouts and ask for pictures of who I was hanging out with, and I told him that's not what friends do. All the while, he was saying he innocently wanted to see what I was up to. Fast forward six months later, and I hadn't spoken to him at all within that time. I was happy and living my life, and on one particular night when my youngest son was at his dad's, I went out to a local bar with friends. My oldest son, who was 13 at the time, was home alone, so I left a little early to make it home around 10. Once I got back, I laid down in bed pretty shortly thereafter and fell asleep. So a little info about my living situation. I had been living in a condo for almost a year now, and we lived in a great, safe community. Sometimes I would leave my patio sliding glass door open, with the screen closed, to get a breeze in at night. No big deal. My bedroom was close to the patio, and my son would sleep in the loft that was closest to the front door. I'm dead asleep when I suddenly feel someone slowly sit on my bed. I'm laying in bed wondering why my son would come sit on my bed so slowly. Well, he wouldn't. I turn around, and it's not him. It's Mario, laying next to me in bed. I sit up and ask him how he got in. He's not answering me. He says, I needed to talk to you. I said, okay, when you need to talk to someone, you don't sneak into someone's home. You call them. You leave a note for them. Literally, anything but this. Now at this moment, I'm thinking, I'm going to kill my kid for letting him in. He said, I don't have your number anymore. I needed to talk to you before it's too late. I didn't even entertain the before it's too late bit because I was livid, but something told me to keep my cool. I sit up and say, look, I really want to talk to you too, but not like this. Please just leave and I promise we can talk tomorrow. Call me tomorrow. He gets up walks over to my side of the bed and starts rubbing my shoulders, slowly making his way to my neck. He says, 
do you really want to talk? I look him in the eyes and say, yes, I've been wanting to talk to you, but not like this. Please, call me tomorrow. He stares at me while rubbing my neck and goes down to my shoulders, and let's go. Says, okay. This fucker proceeds to exit through my patio door and jumps my patio wall, which tells me that's exactly how he got in. I properly freak out. I check on my kid. He had no idea what was going on. Locked all my doors, and I don't sleep the rest of the night. The next day, I text him and tell him that if I ever see him near me or in my complex, I'll call the police and to never contact me again. If you're wondering why I didn't call the cops to begin with, I knew he had a gun, so A, I was scared of being retaliated against for being a snitch, and B, I figured if I called the cops, they would probably not do much or just let him out, and I was afraid of what he would do after the fact. Either way, he left me alone, and I didn't hear from him for years. Fast forward four years later, I'm going through Facebook, and I see his face in the people you may know section. I click on the picture and notice that it looks like a jail picture. You know those pictures, where the guy is clearly in a jail cell. I scroll down the page and his most recent post is him posting his address for his family members to write to. A prison address. So I google his name, and sure enough, articles after articles, all with the same headline. Man arrested on suspicion of killing girlfriend. About two years after he and I dated, He shot and killed the girl that he was then dating. That could have been me. So many sleepless nights, I stayed up feeling terrible, wondering if there was anything that I could have done to stop him. But an even scarier thought is that he only got 12 years for her murder. I'm a 26-year-old female, and I've always been obsessive about keeping a clean house. Sometimes I find myself cleaning at weird hours just because that's when my schedule allows for it. One evening, I'm up a little bit late and I'm doing some late night cleaning. It's about 11 o'clock when I'm vacuuming, playing music, and enjoying my own company when I get a knock on my door. My boyfriend was at work and I wasn't expecting company, especially so late at night. I turn my music down and turn to face my door and I'm shocked to see that it's not even locked. Instantly. I'm terrified. I'm tiny. I'm only about 4'10", and I had to prop myself right up against the wall to look through the peephole and carefully lock the door. More knocking, though. There's a man outside my door, and it's not anyone that I recognize, and he looks disgruntled, dirty, and quite frightening. He was short and stocky and looked angry. He grew frustrated knowing that I had just turned my music down. He heard me lock the door, I assume, and that's when he started calling out, Ma'am? Ma'am, excuse me. How did he know I was a woman? I look around the room and see my blinds were wide open, and I realize that he must have been watching me vacuum. Thankfully, my neighbors right across from me opened their doors, and the husband asked, Excuse me? Who are you, and what are you doing? Startled, the creep fumbles and says, Oh, good evening, sir. I was just going to offer my carpet cleaning services to her. The husband goes, That's great. She doesn't want it. You need to leave. Right now. The creep left promptly and unceremoniously. Afterwards, I called the police, my boyfriend, closed up my blinds, and texted the neighbors to thank them for scaring him away. I had paid extra to live on the top floor, but it seems like this creep was watching me from below. Things that I took for granted before this evening 
such as automatically locking my doors and keeping my blinds open, feeling like I was in the safety of my own home, I don't take those things so lightly anymore. Even if I'm tidying up in broad daylight, I'm always sure to close my blinds now. Let me start this off by saying I'm six foot eight and a bodybuilder. I have a buzz cut and at least 30 tattoos all over my body. Plot twist, I'm a lesbian. This wasn't really my problem, but I stuck my nose in because I'm not a heartless ass. People who know me always say the first thing they thought when they met me was, oh wow, she's scary. But now my nickname is GG, short for Gentle Giant. That's my background for this. So this was happening to a girl when I was at the store. I was at Target and was there to just grab mac and cheese and leave. I walked down the aisle and saw a girl backed against the shelf by a man. He was wearing a huge gray coat, which was weird as hell because it was 90 degrees out. I was wearing a tank top and some shorts while the girl was wearing a dress, so I don't know what this guy's problem was. She shot me a look of surprise and alert, then looked back at the guy quickly. I have bad hearing and I'm almost nearly deaf in one ear, so I couldn't hear what the man was talking about. I started walking forward and caught the end of what he was saying though. The guy, we're going to call him Max, cute girl, is going to be Jesse. Red one is yours, right? I'll meet you there and we can go back to my place. That sound fun, doll? Max asked. His voice made me wish I was actually deaf. Hey, sorry I took so long. I had to help some lady out. Who's your new friend here? I asked when I got to them. Jesse let out a sigh of relief when he turned my way. He looked up at me in confusion, then looked back at her. Who's this, doll? He asked, looking back to her. I'm her girlfriend. What do you want? I asked cautiously. Me and Doll are going to go back to my place, he said and smiled creepily at her. Uh, no, we are heading back home. Come on, let's go. We're not coming back to this target. It has a Walmart problem. I said this and watched as she nodded frantically while speed walking over to me. Come on, Doll. Are you really going to go with this chick? I'll show you the right side. I bet I can change your mind, even. He yelled loudly and took off after us. We had started walking in the middle of his speech, and I had already told her I was going to pick her up because I'm sure he would go after her. She's only 5'2", if you wanted to know. As soon as she tapped me, I picked her up and set her on my shoulders. I felt this guy ram into me a second later. He was only about 5'6", and didn't have any muscle on him. So as he ran into me, he more or less bounced off, and started yelling nonsense while following us. We made it to a worker, called the police, and they took him away in handcuffs. The whole time that this has been happening, he's been trying to punch me, or grab her, and is failing pretty miserably. Funny thing is, I stayed with her the rest of the trip and walked her to her car. She gave me her number, and we're going to be married this week. This happened two years ago, and this is the story of how I met my wife.